0: Welcome everyone to the TZR Podcast, episode 318, a monumental episode, very, very important episode. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hello, I'm joined by Alex Schock. Good afternoon. And Liz Lysui. It's
1: definitely evening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: I'm very grateful to have us all here because, guys, this this is a landmark episode. So episode 318, it might seem like just a normal number. Maybe not to us, uh, but this is, this will actually technically speaking be the final episode of the TZR podcast. If you guys know, I mean, TZR, the zero review is a brand that we've, we made many years ago
2: 2004 t- we thought about it 2013 and then 2014 was the first website yeah 2000
3: it was, it was a twinkle in scurbo's eye yeah. back <laughs> in the, it, oh actually yeah it's true it's, early early it's way earlier than that <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. when i joined right that's right that's right can so, i tell
1: you i actually don't know who you are where the name came from
2: oh yeah super easy <laughs> just <laughs> can tell you that yeah like the
0: real reason or the, like the the ushered in reason the real reason <laughs> what's the real reason so the real reason was like i was a nerdy kid back in the day and i like zero is my favorite character in mega man right. and like f- the first iteration of the website was a live journal and like my handle at the time was zero like on all platforms and right. stuff so my reviewing platform was zero reviews
1: ah. so it was like that that
0: was it and that was what ran the live journal for uh long enough to get me to e3 <laughs> yeah and then once justin and i gathered up we're like okay this name's whack we need to like find a better name but like keep the same thing so then as we were talking about it uh justin actually came up with the idea of like the zero review as in like you know the the you know not a number review like right lack of review is yeah. the review kind of thing um and it just kind of stuck and that and then that was what created the brand yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so i guess in a way yeah it was a twinkle in my eye <laughs> that created <laughs> this
3: whole thing
1: that was good story. That was a
3: good story. Yeah. A good story. I, yeah. I like when we got like when that guy, Larry, when he did the logo for us. Oh, yeah. Um, Lawrence, Lawrence, yeah. Like, when he I'm was never work, called him Larry before. It's, he's. I hope he's not listening, because at work when I, I worked with this guy at yeah. work he was Lawrence and he's like very straight edge. Um, he said he like clocks, real thing. Cool. Um, <laughs> but he's he's at? from Long Island. And he literally Long went by action. Larry. Like he was Larry. arrived oh. Yeah. Like uh. that was. It was a weird. Like he was a very professional, clean-cut guy. But he went by Larry. It was like this other persona.
2: Interesting.
3: Anyway, but he made that beautiful logo for us. Like mm-hmm. that. Like s- it felt so good to have. I don't. I mean, maybe you guys felt the same way, but I was like proud of that. Thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, so that this represents great. us. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally.
3: I'm feeling that again now. You know, like as we're getting into what we're doing now, and absolutely. Like, it's feeling good like that's those are good milestones to have like like you can hold it up and look at it like yeah, every day like,
0: this is the, this is the brand you know yeah yeah,
2: yeah. And it's funny though because justin and i were talking about this earlier today and he was like this is like the last thing for the zero review and i was like no 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 nope, it's not because the zero review still is like the holding company of all the other things that we've been doing since then including, yeah like like, like the that, the the corporate
0: entity it, that exists is, well, you know it's what? still the zero, the zero review, review. llc yeah. it feels like it graduated you exactly. know exactly you know it's we've, now the we've granddaddy of little babies we've been metapod for years no we will be butterfree but uh but yeah so this is a a landmark episode it will be the last episode of this podcast don't worry we'll be back next week with the <laughs> new podcast same bat time same bat channel Yep. um Nailed nice <laughs> yeah. so you know don't worry about your feeds changing or anything what you will see change is a logo and a name and a slight structure change to the podcast uh, but it will still be us, and we'll still be feeding you the news and far too much information about the games that we're playing, mm-hmm. things of that nature. <laughs> it will be wonderful. Do, do we have a logo? We do. Yeah. Justin made a Well, I, uh, really cool.
2: I don't have a podcast logo yet. I have a like Twitter bite-sized version. It's just the C and the R with the... With Hitspark and each other, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jelly. yeah. yeah. Um, and that's on Twitter right now. But I do think that we can make something really good with the Hitspark and a podcast. Microphone, like, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But if like, we can if do
3: something. You're always good at that. Like, like putting those yeah. uh, assets together in a way that's, like, visually pleasing. Yeah. Hopefully. So, we will, we will talk more about
0: the uh, the brand itself later. We can say the name now.
3: You know, we're here. It's it, The train's
0: already left the station. So, uh, so the new brand, the new title for our website, our the new brand, the podcast, everything is going to be Crit Rate. Uh, this Doop. is a abbreviation of critical ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be a new game review platform that's going to revolutionize the way that you get your reviews Woo. and interact with your community. It's going to be pretty amazing. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we will discuss more about this on the Crit Rate podcast next week. Um, but for now, you know, it's a, it's a good opportunity for us to kind of look at this show that we've put on for so long. All the manifestations of it over the years I told you every now and again I go back and look at the original episodes and my god yeah. are they poor <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah from audio quality to conversation you know I'd love to see yeah. it's just it's a I will
2: sorry I will say you. just really quickly so the website will is actually technically live now but it's gonna be soft launch like an alpha launch of it this weekend at a show Too Many Games over in Philly but if you're listening to this, and we've posted this up either today or tomorrow... We're we'll posting it tonight. You should absolutely go to www.crit-rate.com and then reserve a username and then try out the test, and the entire thing is basically surrounded by the gaming personality that you imprint onto this website. And that imprinting like sh- like system is working now. So you should definitely go in there and, and try it out. Absolutely and then next week we'll have an entire report for you on all of the things that we learned this week, Do, this weekend, with like the fifteen 000 to twenty thousand people yeah. that are gonna jump on this website. Do you want to give out? them just like a little elevator pitch on the elevator pitch is this. Basically it's hard for us to get video game reviews from people we don't really know. It's better when we get it from friends who actually know our, our tastes. And this website allows you to do this. It matches you up with other people that have similar gaming traits and personalities like you, like why we like to play video games. And it gives you the ratings based off of everyone's thoughts on a game that are most like you. Dude, so It's so exciting anytime I think about it because it really does... Like,
0: nobody's done something like this before, and there's so often... I mean, we've obviously made jokes about it in previous podcasts where we hear people being like, you know, we can't trust Metacritic and, you know, all, the, all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, you know, I feel like there hasn't really been an answer for something like this, and I think the solution that we're providing here is really creative and something totally unique. And it's really going to offer people a way to not only connect with other players like themselves, but really get valuable information about games that th- that is actually useful to them you know what yeah. i mean because it is so much more helpful to get a review that is tailored to you as a person rather than just listening to some guy who is likely paid to write this review mm. who could be similar to you or could not be i mean it, it, there's so much gray there but now it's we've we've created a clear path for you to get the best most concise and clear information about the games that you love. So we're really excited to
3: kick this off. So
2: far, all the feedback on the test and the house, which is pretty much like the crown well, jewel. mentioned
3: mention the houses because we didn't.
2: So basically, we're going to say uh, like when you take when you go to the website and you create your user account, you are asked if you want to either just pick a house or take a test. And the houses are the specific segments of different types of gamers, right? And we have five of them. Um, should I go through every single one? No. no. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, we, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. But they, they segment you into a house not too dissimilar from a Harry Potter house, where each of these houses have specific people with specific personalities who like specific things in video games, not necessarily the games themselves, but how they like to play these games right and we break it down into seven key criteria which we won't go into right now but after you get sorted by your house then it's you and a bunch of people that are just like you talking about games and that's the entire that's that's the that's the cream on top of the milk right that's what we're
3: trying to get to is a place where you're talking to and getting information from people just like you that's it's that's really exciting it, i mean and you know we can't talk about it enough like this has been the idea we've had this idea for you six know. seven like this is yeah, always 15 even... was when everything started changing this has always been back home the idea um and we've been working on the survey for years too mm-hmm. um but it's really exciting to see it come out in this way like we've tried different iterations like be more personality focused on the website we've we've kind of like sprinkled it in into all the different things that we've done but it's the idea for the brand Tzr and now crit rate has always been this like what we're what we're about to attempt and delivering these types of these types of like really interesting and personal reviews yeah. to all of you absolutely Do and you it's, it's it's just it's so exciting to see it kind of like come to fruition absolutely
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think what's awesome about it and, and the thing that I want people to take away from it is that it's really sort of this the convalescence of the the ease and convenience of looking at a number score and getting an idea of what a game's like let's say value or like or not value but like uh, whether or not it's a, a good match for you, and also gives you the sort of personality angle that you would lean on, let's say a YouTuber or something for. But instead of you know going through this process of figuring out if this person's just like you, like we are delivering you an audience of people just like you. You know what I mean? Like scientifically, you know, yeah. collected individuals that are all rating games. You know, in order to help you make the best decisions possible about the games that you're playing, or just a venue to talk about them. You know, it's right. Oh, it's my, so exciting. I'm my really, favorite really part, excited to see how this whole thing pans out this weekend.
2: My favorite part so far is the feedback that we've been getting on the tests and the gamer-like outcomes mm-hmm. themselves. And so far, it's been very heartwarming to know that all of those years of work haven't gone to waste. And holy crap, people like it. People like it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: so, you can come to this event t- this weekend. Yeah. Too many games. Is it in Philly? It's, it's in- right outside of Philly. Yeah. Right outside yeah. of Philly. And take the test. Come meet us and you'll get a pin. You'll get a pin for your house that you we have initiation pins. And they yeah.
0: are a good looking pin. Yeah, yeah. Really nice. They came out so good. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, you know, that's going to be the original,
2: you know, the original <laughs> swag
0: for this brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Edition yeah. one. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So it'll be exciting. Uh And then going forward on the podcast, we have all this awesome data that we'll be able to go through and talk about and, you know all of the happenings on the website and how things are unfolding. It's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, but all of this will obviously piggyback onto you know the news and gaming conversations that we all know and love. Mm. Uh, speaking of which, why don't we get into some of those conversations now? And why don't we start off with what we've been playing? Alex,
3: you were pretty excited to talk about the games that you've been playing lately. I one quick note, like right when you had that closeout of TZR, it started yeah. raining. Yeah. like <laughs> it's it like kind of it's very poetic Somber. You clean yeah. you know so um i've been playing a couple things uh just quickly on the boring one as i started getting into death loop which mm. is that boring <laughs> i say boring because it's an older game yeah, yeah. but i am enjoying about it. About it a little bit already yeah.
2: i am Have enjoying it
3: found but found the loop like what the game is almost like i feel like i'm on the cusp like i'm starting to upgrade things mm. and like get a feel for what i'm doing it was very confusing for a while. I'm not following, like, the story at all, mm. but... Don't. It's not Yeah, right. I'm just not even... And the dialogue is, like, like, oh, my God, I'm so witty, but... Have you I'm, gotten into, like, multiplayer situations yet? Some really dumb guy invaded my game and basically bumped into my character and just started shooting wildly. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so it that, was another human, definitely. That, that was way too dumb to be a computer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, And so I killed that guy, and... Uh, so that that felt good. Yeah. Was, <laughs> All right. Was, never it was, mind. It was more just yeah. panic. I'm like, just
2: wondering if people are still playing the game like that. I don't know.
3: I I I wasn't expecting it. Like it said, I was invaded. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, okay, here we go, cat and mouse. And he turns a corner, we bump into each other, and there's this balance, <laughs> like that is a, really funny. Immediately isn't. in my face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I killed him, so that that felt mm. good. Nice. Mm. Nice. Um nice. But this will probably nice. turn into a conversation. <laughs> I don't know if you've been playing it, but I think both of you have. Which is which is the quarry, dude? Oh yeah. So beat it this week. Oh, you nice. beat
2: it already? Yeah. Damn. You said I was like I'm probably tearing, I'm probably it, like, trying to go through like multiple playthroughs though. But yeah. yeah. So go ahead.
3: what's really fun about this um, is that I'm finding that my girlfriend Kristen is like huge into B-rated secret. I think she's a secret gamer who never got yeah. If, uh, if someone packed. had given
1: her an N64 when she was nine, then she'd be sitting on this couch because I-
3: <laughs> Every time like we were in the airport and she hates flying, and I happened to have this game on my phone, or maybe I maybe I downloaded it on the spot. I was like, "What would she like? Hmm. And I downloaded this game Flappy Dragon, which is just like Flappy Bird, you know. But it has all these upgrades and like your powers for your dragon and stuff, and you're you know trying to avoid obstacles. And mm. I'm like, here, just you know, play this. Thinking, she's never gonna like this. Distraction. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that was like three months ago or something. She's still playing it. Like she was playing it <laughs> yesterday. Um, and there's a couple of like little word games or any little thing I put in front of her, loves it. So what about the qu- like, like, so, on so the quarry? This is the first time I've actually sat down it, with a controller. Sat down and she h- refuses to use a controller, but. Because she's just bad at it, uh, so this is a great sort of game for this because she's she doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. want to, so it's, we, a,
0: it's it's like a co-op conversation
3: experience. Yeah, yeah. what should we do? And yeah. I yeah. I, 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 yeah. I suspected that she'd get into it, and I do want to talk about the game itself too, but just quickly, what my experience was is like we played it. We didn't get that much time with it because you started getting sleepy. We played like the introduction a little bit more. We were making choices. Yeah, and so we we played a little bit. I was like, oh, I don't know if like maybe that didn't hook her. Mm. Um, I was like, this is funny because I had the same thought because I, I was, was ch- checking up on trophies and I was like,
0: oh, Chow's already on chapter six and I was like, and Alex only got through the prologue. I know. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, do you, <laughs> you want
3: like, to do you keep playing? She's like, ah, can we put like TV on or something? I was like, ah, no, know, let's get into it. But the next time she's over, she's like, I can't stop thinking about that game. <laughs> 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 um, That's and, awesome. And for her, it's like, it's it was a scary, interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted to watch TV because it was like too much and she wants to yeah. Like it's not a terrifying game, but it's like it's yeah. intense. You know, yeah. it can get intense. Yeah, that,
0: that prologue, that first section is
3: pretty. Like I know, mm, yeah. so
0: that's not
1: like when you watch like an intense movie too, and then you need to watch like, like a Friends cartoon. afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly right. So
3: she's, and we both are, but she's really into the choices. Like, yeah. we fret about them. Like what, which way we can, which way we can go. And when mm. it says when you make a certain choice, sometimes it says path chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she's like, oh, she's like, so oh no. Yeah, my sister <laughs> yeah. took that exactly yeah. in the same way. We shouldn't have picked
2: up the thing yeah. or, you know. Like, isn't that, yeah, that's probably going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. It feels bad. Yeah. It's yeah. been. Like when the butterfly. Yeah, right. you like, ridiculously yeah. too. There's like a
0: million I'm different sure. ways the game
3: can unfold. So this is after playing. I really liked Until Dawn. Um, and I, that was just like a really good, interesting experience with these real life actors. Yeah. And you get that again here. Like, I recognize these people. The graphics are, like, good enough. Yeah, they're fine. Um, in some
2: situations, they're unbelievable. In others, they're uh, pretty terrible. A, there is a difference. I definitely agree with you. There's, a weird there's part, like, scenes where they're terrible
3: and scenes that they're good. Cena just went on. They were Like, the two girls were in a golf cart. And their, their faces are, like, okay. Yeah. But the light shined through. Through her hair, I was yeah. like, "That hair looks amazing! Yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah. so good." you are we talking the, about Abby. Abby, I think, is the Abby girl from and, and
2: um, Brenda, whatever modern her, name her name is. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Brenda Song's character and that girl Something are like it, to Ariel be winter. head and shoulders. Visually and animated yeah. better than every other character in there. Yeah, the they girl did our... that she was with Emma. One of the
1: two most famous Hot actors. Nets. right? Don't know what's going on with
0: her face.
2: Her face is screwed up. I don't know. She, well, she looks her her like mouth is like really big. Scooby Doo. Yeah, she's yeah. she's definitely the, the Scooby Doo turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Daphne Velma? or
1: Velma. Velma's the one with the turtleneck. Her mouth
2: Orange with like the that.
3: turtleneck. She's got like her a Velma, Velma Daphne. She got the yeah, whatever. Anyway, so yeah. So anyway, it's been really good so far. It's like a really. It's a weird game, you know. These types of games are always fun and weird, and they offer up a different type of experience. Um, And I'm really not too far in, but you know, we're being really careful. We're trying to go through everything, like Mm -hmm. we're really analyzing it, and um, it's just it's been really fun to walk through it. So what's your what's your guys' experience been so
2: far? I would say absolutely love it we tried so we played up to chapter six in the beginning and then the next time we turned it on we literally like four hours in just kind of like zoned into this game the next day when we tried to play it again we wanted to start over because we fucked up and then (laughs) i was like okay guys you go through the uh, like the beginning part or whatever and the moment they chose something slightly different brand new branch of content and then there were my my and then arthur just yells just a new content new content come back um, but then after all of that, like, as we were playing, we ended up going back to the Chapter 6 one because we were like, I don't wanna want to play all of this stuff again yeah, just yeah. to get you here. But uh, we've been playing it and it has been fiercely interesting. I will say, um, what's interesting between the playstyles between me and my sister and Arthur is that like when I'm playing, I'm definitely... I don't want to bore them because I want them to be engaged. And so most of the time when you're like exploring and looking for stuff, I'll like not really go through the entire map as much, mainly because I'm trying to play towards the room.
3: So I recommend if you're playing with... Uh, Kristen, Kristen is like, you missed that corner. Oh, okay. I'm like, That's Thank better God. Can <laughs> offer a critical piece of
0: information that I did not know about this game beforehand? You can run. You can sort of. you can Yeah, move with L1? With L1. I've
3: found I, that out as well. I did so not know for the longest time. I didn't know for a while, and I was like, there's got to be. Like, she's walking so slow yeah and i finally found a button where yeah. you like moved a little weird and i was like wait a second yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's say this because it's not obvious it's not obvious that you're actually moving faster but you definitely are they walk faster, angry yeah. like and it's not that much faster but it's enough it's like a pace yeah. you know? it's enough it feels better it's like in, you're in like, new york high tension <laughs> situations you know yeah because like if something's like if you got to get out of somewhere like you don't want them to like Move I know. Around slowly, right. it just doesn't feel right. We used you just know? walk
3: around that campsite at the beginning. It took
2: forever. Yeah. What,
0: around? because what are you not
2: going to go on every stoop?
0: Exactly. Like, go on every stoop. There's it, like
2: seven stoops. And walking up the stairs is like each individual step. Yeah. And uh, your first playthrough, did you have anybody die? So. First playthrough... Don't say too much now. Yeah, yeah, just no. tell me how many first people... I mean, can't I,
1: anybody die? Yeah. I so yes, can die. Yeah, Every, so if he tells die. you who dies, it's not going to spoil gonna your, say, your experience. I'm not going to say true. <laughs> I will
0: say first playthrough, very late game, somebody died, and I knew I knew why. Yeah. I did something wrong on purpose, because I, I read the situation incorrectly. Yes, um, I did too. One of my, yeah, one of my I read two. the situation incorrectly, I made a mistake, and somebody did die, and I was not heartbroken about it but i was like like we were so far along in the game that i knew we were just about to finish it um damn you were close and, and there is a chapter oh, select yeah. at the end so i was just like all right fuck it i'm just gonna go th- i'm just gonna finish this playthrough and then mm. i'm gonna do it again and do the thing that i thought i should do and then i did the thing that i thought i should do and it
3: was right and i was like that's, well shit it's like at the end of a really long uh fire emblem battle mm. and you're like oh man i crushed that and then your one guy dies and you're like Gosh,
0: yeah, 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 that was exactly what it felt like. Do was I exactly start? What it felt like? Yeah. Do and I start over? Just in general, like, like the character that died. I didn't, start over. I didn't like <laughs> the character that died to begin with, so I was just like, like I, I kind of don't care. But I was like, but I've come so far, and everyone's alive. Like, yeah. I just want to see That's everyone very be alive.
1: What's that? Yeah. That everyone's alive. It's very impressive. Yeah,
0: I mean, in this game in particular, like it's like I said, there's a million pathways. Like, there's so many different ways that you can do stuff. And I would also. Recommend not looking at the trophies before you finish the game. Yeah, because I mean, it, it I don't reveals something. Really. I don't think pretty, it was yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it. it re- I was totally unaware of certain things that could happen in the game, and then when I read the trophies, I was like, "Wait, what?" So, no, it it was cool in the sense that I was like, well, now my curiosity is totally peaked, and I want to see what happens if this happens. Yeah, it it does
2: open up a little bit. Yeah, but... but, uh, I gotcha.
0: But it it was a nice thing to find out after beating the game, because then I was like, oh my god, there's so much more. So I'm actually very anxious to... uh, to get back and continue playing the game, I I really loved it. I really loved it. I feel like some people think that it's like too campy or whatever, but it's like no, that, that's the that point. Is, that's the, that, yeah. exactly yeah, that's right? the
2: plate in which the food is served to you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so
0: I mean, just in general, I think the the decision making is very meaningful. Like, yeah, it like feels we, meaningful. We're having full conversations about like what's going on. Like you yeah. know, we said this on uh, last week's podcast, but it really does you know it's compelling gameplay like yeah. you're not doing much dexterity yeah. wise but it's very compelling like yeah. as you're going through I, it
3: so the, i think the dialogue is actually pretty well written too it is like, it pretty, feels right it's pretty natural for yeah. like funny dialogue you know yeah. except There's, the
2: uh detective not, pikachu character guy whatever his name is the kid yeah, yeah. I, justice I hate smith Smith, I hate yeah that guy. Not, i also hate that guy the characters
3: that is who died <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> That it's like sad. there are times where I would catch Chris and laugh and I was like, yeah, <laughs> there we are do some games. funny
0: things. And then there are also like, I th- I think through my whole playthrough, there was like maybe one or two instances where I was like, wait, where, where is this person? Why are they doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, you it, you kind of fill in the blanks sometimes, but I think it's like, it's also a triumph to the designers where it's just like, you had to plan so many ways yeah. for these things to happen and so, these yeah. people to interact and it's all this sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's uh, a yeah, like it's Detroit very become human. Yeah, it's very it's very cool and very compelling and I like it a lot. I do have it physically, so if you want to borrow it yeah. after I'm like you, done done. Maybe. Absolutely. Because
1: I wouldn't play it like just me and Jason, but I would play it like with you James, Jax. with James and Jenny, probably yeah.
3: ooh, like within like, a group. Ooh, of that'd be people. fun. Can I, I enjoy think Jenny will like it. I would love to play that with Jenny. Yeah, yeah I want to. Also, that the,
0: the couch co-op version where you pass the controller is pretty underwhelming. Just have yeah. one person play yeah. and yeah. like let everybody just sort of make decisions. Yeah, that's together. what we
3: would do. I was going to ask about that, like how. Well, that it's a good idea. But you, yeah. you
0: tried it.
2: I, I didn't actually try it. All it, I saw is that you passed the controller, and I was like, "Oh, that's no." You can have two controllers, and then so the person playing here, and when it switches over to a character that you assign to that other person, it says, "You know, press X to play next." And the person who is assigned that character would press X. Split up characters, but you split up that you own specific characters, so that if those so characters if all die, your characters it's your die, <laughs> right? So it's your fault. So <laughs> like, actually, there's it. no, there's no. Yeah, that's that's funny. Of, we don't blame <laughs> okay, that's anybody that's else. You're kind of, because
0: I think the reason why it works like that. That. and th- this is this is interesting and also unfortunate but also cool so uh <laughs> okay. when the game was announced i did not realize this so if you look at the back of the game you'll see can you grab it alex grab it alex <laughs> tell me if you notice something interesting about the back of that game Dun, 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 dun. One to eight dun, players? Dun, dun. One Whoa, to eight yeah. players. Uh, and it's online play. So uh, that, that feature has oh, not man. been released yet. That feature has not been released yet. But the idea is that if you're, you can play online and everybody controls different characters and then. You know, how would you save in the
2: middle of that? Like, I have no idea. This is probably why well, it's don't not know. released <laughs> yeah. yet. But it is interesting be because when you do own a character and all that character's responses, that character turns into something else for the other players. Totally. You know right. what I mean? Totally. And it's very it, that part is fascinating. I would like to try that, but I only have two controllers, so I have to figure it out. Yeah, it's uh And are you gonna pretty, watch one character walk around for like hours <laughs> when
0: Jesus. they're exploring the campsite? It's yeah. like come on. Um, yeah, it's really it's really cool, and I do, you know, it it didn't it didn't like dissatisfy, you know yeah. what I mean? Every yeah. part of it, all the way to the end, I was like, I like everything that's happening. Yeah. It all feels good. It's a nice, so complete feeling, you
3: know, good feeling story. Yeah. So if you're up for like a different kind of weird, kind of fun experience, it's a great game. Yeah. You know, fun fun fact about that game:
0: it was originally supposed to be
3: a
2: Stadia exclusive.
3: I didn't know oh, about that. Mm. There was another game that they were talking about too. It was like The Quarry and something else were meant to be Stadia games. Yeah. But um,
2: then they're like, well, this is not doing too so well. They were like,
3: yeah, we got an abandoned ship. Yeah. Here's your money abandons. back, Google. Stadia's still a thing, though. Yeah. Apparently. I, but I don't understand why or how. Yeah. But it's, it would, it it's not be, like canceled or anything. Some yeah.
2: people uh, have low uh, expectations or be, like standards be for video gaming. It's
0: foolish to put a game like this exclusively on that console. That would yes. be so dumb. Yeah. Yes. Big mistake.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Um,
0: so that's what I was also playing, so you could probably just get me. So, while, so I was playing that, and I was, I'm very compelled to um, do multiple playthroughs, but I did not do multiple playthroughs specifically because I jumped ship over to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, which we have been playing like every single day. It's like, it's honestly so freaking good. Like, beyond the fact that like beat em ups are like Alien, my favorite genre, like, we don't play games together very often. Like, it's just not like a thing that we do. We'll yeah. we'll play like party games like Mario Party and like uh, Mario Kart and stuff mm, like puzzle that. games. Um Kirby. yeah, we, we played Kirby, you know what I mean? Like the more like like let's call them casual-ish games. Um but we're actually like pretty hardcore with beat 'em up stuff. Like I like like Everybody year, loves beat 'em
2: ups. I mean, especially the couch co-op it's,
0: it's such an accessible yeah. type of game for people. And it's, There are, honestly, there's so many good ones. And because I'm all into the retro stuff, I mean, last year, like, if you go know, through my, like, beat it 2021 list, like, almost half of those games were beat em ups because we just went on a tirade. And we're like, every Genesis beat em up we're getting, every Super Nintendo beat em up we're getting, mm.
3: and we're just going through as many as we possibly can. Like, we what, absolutely love that can genre. I, can I guess if was Allie, did she just go, did she go April and then you went, like, No,
0: no, so, uh, so, okay, so we, you know, we've been digging into this game pretty heavily, there's a couple different modes, there's like an arcade mode and story mode, um, we, we're playing the story mode, there's essentially no difference between them other than, like, the story mode kind of has, like, there's side missions and little other things that you can do, but you're playing through the same stages, you know, um, And your characters actually level up in the story mode. So we were actually jumping between a bunch of different characters. We were like, you know, uh, I think her first character was Donatello. And I played...
1: The correct character.
0: Leonardo? Leonardo? no I think I actually did so start with
2: Leonardo actually. I think he was Leonardo favorite. is the correct character he's
3: oh. pretty cool but the I'll you tell too? you what yeah. he's the red ranger I mean I oh like the purple guy God, when I was red a kid the red ranger so lame
0: I, I will say <laughs> I, I was team Donatello in Turtles in Time I was team Don, Donatello in the Game Boy game like I always played Donatello I think in I the was NES game all about it I I'm yeah. having a change of heart in Shadow's Revenge cuz like these characters play dramatically differently. Yeah. You know? Like they're Changes similar everything. but like there's you know you've got range, you've got speed, you've got power and Donatello in my opinion is probably one of the lowest tier characters in the game. He's not good. Yeah. I don't like him very much. He's uh, he's super sad. high range and like decent speed and very low power. So it's mm. like it's really hard to do a lot of like significant damage with him, which is kind of annoying. But uh but Allie played as him I played as Leonardo, and then we switched to... I went to Michelangelo. She went to April. April is actually OP. Yeah, April is so good. Yeah. It's, like, ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the game is is awesome. It's, like, it's an absolute homage to those games that we played. La- sure. uh, Hyperstone Heist and Turtles in Time. And it's just, like, it's animated so perfectly in that 90s style. You know, you're going to see a bunch of characters that are familiar from those games. You're also going to see characters that you might have had a toy of, but have never made their uh, their video game appearances
2: before. Like the guy with the sunglasses and the teeth, and uh, he's like big and he's a hog. I think he's a pig. Bebop? Is that his name? Yeah, but he's been in all the games. Yeah, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, it's Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. He's definitely Bebop. Bebop. and Rocksteady.
0: Um, but anyway, yeah. so you'll see a lot of these really interesting characters, and it's got a good mix of like, you know, your regular side-scrolling levels, and you're like on the floating hoverboard levels and stuff like that um it's just great and every level offers you something a little bit different a little bit new enemies uh as you level up your characters you get access to new abilities that are like really cool and really like they feel really rewarding when you learn how to use them and you can do like team up attacks and the whole thing like there's a lot there's a lot of depth there and it's just it's just great. We must have beat the game like six times already. Like whoa,
3: I want to play with you guys. Yeah, me yeah. too. I haven't like, played. I haven't played, it it at played all. like a proper I like
0: big match it. yet. Like it's only been me and Allie, which is like perfectly viable. But you can go up to six players in this. So cool. That's crazy. ridiculous. Um, yeah, I can get Katie and Arthur in. Yeah. yeah. We Yeah, we this, can't. This is this is one of the like almost Nintendo level bullshit caveats of the online. No. You can't do multiple people yeah, on one screen and lame. play online at the same time. Yeah, I think so we talked stupid. about this. Uh, yeah,
3: I figured. Yeah, lame. It, it's super lame. Super lame. Um, but you could play crossplay right between Xbox and PC only quick play. You so you can't you can't match make across platforms. I thought you could. Between Xbox and PC, but not Xbox and PlayStation. I've only played on PlayStation, so i that's all I'm, I, I've been I, exposed I, to. Maybe. So, yeah, I, I read a post that said uh, Shredder's Revenge is only cross-play on Xbox
0: to PC. I could understand that because... So I did that with Halo with some people. You Basically, on PC, you just download like an Xbox cross-media bar that floats over whatever game you're playing. It's actually pretty
3: intuitive. Um, that's cool. So, anyway, I don't know. You should know.
0: play with Maybe, Jeff. Isn't this like a, isn't this was, a genre that you guys I was going to say, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like,
3: or get Jeff involved if we're playing. Like, it's on Game Pass. That's why we're. Yeah. And, but I, I mean, no script was playing on PS5. But. Um, Gotta get
0: those trophies, boy. need those trophies.
3: Also, it's the kind I mean, of thing you where could like, play on Game Pass. Yeah. You
0: could yeah, play yeah, on Game oh no, Pass. I, defi- I definitely would play on yeah. Game Pass. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not buying that game. Yeah, I'm not buying I, I already downloaded it. Well, this is the thing. I, I did already. I did have a, uh, a a bit of a back and forth with it because I was like, well, you know, I do. I want to support those. Yeah, I get it. I did want to support the developers. No, I'm supporting was like, This is this is a game yeah. and a franchise that I'm I really enjoy. I want the trophies anyway, and like I think these developers should be rewarded for their efforts, and I'm sure they're getting paid through Game Pass. But like, I don't know. It's a terrible argument. <laughs>
2: I'm just joking. It's, it's fine. fine. I mean, no,
0: I I like paying for games.
2: I feel like it's it's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just make you sound like you're. A <laughs> what does it make me sound like? No, I said I'm making it sound like
3: like you're doing the wrong thing, but you're doing the right thing, and I'm definitely I, being the greedy bastard <laughs> right now. I don't I know, like, like what I'm doing for me. I can, I'm not gonna buy every game that I see. So like the money that I'm saving, well, I'm spending on Game Pass, but the money I'm saving on not buying Turtles yeah. and Shredder's Revenge, um, you know that that's money that I can put elsewhere and have I'm, double I'm, fun i'm right there that's, with you. but that's my
0: but i, I see what you're saying but. yeah my, my support of the developer angle is like it's a retro style beat-em-up game sure i love retro stuff i freaking love beat-em-ups i like turtles tributes to the developer mercenary kings all this kind of stuff so it's like you know what like i'm happy i'm happy to
2: give them a couple bucks speaking of beat-em-ups when is river city girls 2 coming out still no really announced. it's supposed to be sucks. this year River That's City Girls game. Zero is out, but
0: I would not recommend playing no. the game. I started playing the, the original one again with somebody so else.
2: It's really good. Like it's that, a really that good was, game.
0: That was the bar, the new bar for, for beat-em-ups. Yeah. And Shredder's Revenge is, Similar? honestly, it's very good, but yeah. it, it's it's a different kind of thing. Like, it's not you, like an open map where you're, you're not walking. like buying items yeah. and stuff like that. It's, a, it's an old-school beat-em-up, but it's probably the best old-school style beat-em-up you can what, play right now. Was it better than Streets of Rage 4? Because that was super short, so that was the disappointing part about that. This is a good length. This is a, definitely a good length. There's more depth to the combat in this game. Um, there's way more variety, because you can play as like a million, zillion characters. Streets of Rage 4, I think, had a, a cooler art style, because it was very unique, and I thought it looked really crisp and nice. But, like, but this is also like, you know, you can't escape the nostalgia fuel that's baked into a game like this. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, I would recommend it. If you have Game Pass, like play it. Any way that you play it is the right way to play it. You know? Leonardo says, "Slice and dice." <laughs> All the characters <laughs> say some weird, funny things. Yeah, there's also like taunts and stuff. Like it's it's so good. That's cool. It's so good. Um, you can high five characters. Like oh, that's you just cool. go up to them and like it kind of gives you both like boosts to your special meter. It's like uh, it's oh, awesome. that's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh,
1: Liz, how about yourself? I did play. A uh, new game for me, but not a new game for the industry. I've <laughs> been playing um, yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy, actually. Cool. Ooh, so yeah,
3: game sucks. All of it's us actually, played that. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. It. I yeah. like it a lot. Just one of those games that's surprising.
1: Yeah, it's easy to play. How how long is it?
3: Uh I don't know. Longer I, it, than you think, but not a long game. Is
1: it? Because that actually feels shorter. Like I feel like I'm. It'll be very beginning.
0: obvious when you're at the end of the game. Yeah, it's like painfully obvious when you're at the end. No,
1: of the I'm game. still in the beginning. I like. I'm on chapter three, four three, four or something. Like yeah.
3: the, in the beginning. I honestly don't remember how many there are. It but. didn't feel long or short.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an appropriate yeah. length.
0: Yeah. I if I if I already, if I had to pin a number, I'd say you're in like the ten to twelve hour mark. Yeah. Or something. You know? That's I don't know.
1: what it feels like. Like that's what I mean. It's not like a it's like a linear game, right? It's totally a linear yeah, okay.
0: game for sure. All
1: right that's what i want i was like, like as i was playing it game. i don't know why i guess i just i play so many open world games i was just like assuming it was gonna be like 35 hours and then as i was playing it i was like oh no this is definitely not gonna be a it was, hour game i mean i
3: think my favorite <laughs> thing about that game is it was just refreshingly straightforward like this is a video game it's just a video like, game like, it is an action funny like leveling up like goofy uh, it's a video game yeah. Yeah. I, I do get good.
1: stressed about the choices i didn't realize that that was an aspect of the game i don't remember that It's like, oh, yeah, it's that dialogue. It's like, do you want to hide the llama or the parts? And I'm like, I don't know, like, hide the llama. Llama's great, right? That's got to be the right choice. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll look it up and see, like, was that the right choice? And it was like, nope. Internet told me I screwed it up. And they were like, no, if you would hid... because mostly, like, the, like, for a lot of things, the the outcome will kind of be this the same story-wise. So it's like if you hide the llama or the parts or the, like the you know weapon Why, parts, yeah. like, you end up like, at the
0: same spot. You, you still me. yeah, I'm it's
1: so like okay, you're gonna choice. either way, you're getting a fine. Like but your fine will be a little bit different. But if you hide the material then you get a weapon upgrade later that you don't oh, get if you dude, hide the limo, uh, right and i'm like this is i can't believe you're gonna take away this uh, you get like homing missiles yeah I'm like I, that's I, a huge i don't i don't want a completely different thing yeah. i don't want to like,
0: rob your joy a little bit it probably won't matter in the long run i do want the homing miss-
1: missiles
3: Good. Yeah, but you know. Know. it's it's home missile i think it's for your ship yes it is and so it we'll, it'll change one story beat that's usually what happens yeah. like you might Mm. miss on one thing like one character comes to save you or doesn't come to save you yeah. or like those kinds of things but then
1: like I found out that like later like the llama comes back anyway so I'm like this was st- stupid <laughs> So,
3: I wouldn't worry too much about it I yeah, did I mean. but yeah. having played it and seeing the consequences No,
1: I mean I started looking them up after, after I made the first wrong choice and it was the first choice you could make also in the game yeah, I, like made the I wrong one that. I was just like I turned to Jason and I was like so don't judge me I'm going to go back going to save
3: this
2: game.
1: <laughs> save scum. Yeah. yeah so right. I went back and made the right choice. I went term. I
3: did go back on one because I remember my like and then I
1: realized there was no way like it
3: was auto-saving.
1: See, you can save scum, but it was it was auto-saving. I didn't know that. So I was yeah. like, Great, I got the entire game
2: That's over. a new
0: thing so that I started. I, I was only doing.
1: on the first chapter. I did like the prologue and it was at the end of the first chapter you made the choice. So I was yeah. like, if, now that I know how to play the first chapter I can blow through it in like 30 yeah. minutes.
0: I started shutting off cloud saves on PlayStation just like across the board. Because, like, the in the situations where I want to save Scum, like, you can't let it overwrite your cloud save. It's, like, right. too important. So, like, like uh, Elden Ring, like, the Elden Ring endings are, like, all, like, you, you, if you want to get that platinum, you are save scumming. There's no way uh, yeah. of doing it otherwise. Like, you have to, you know? Or... Um, you or you, or you play <laughs> through the game three times. <laughs> yeah. Or you play through the game three
3: times. It's
2: ridiculous. Mm. It's a ridiculous... Wait, what were you to about to say, Alex, before?
3: Um, I change. Uh, I went back and changed my path because, like, I chose an option and the action I felt didn't m- match what I meant to happen. You yeah. Know? Like, I thought I was doing one <sighs> yeah. thing, but then the result was something else. That's always a big pet peeve of mine when there are like dialogue
1: choices and yeah. it says, like, you know no be kind deal. and yeah. you're yeah you're like oh, okay pick this option and then he's just like yeah don't worry about it i'll just stab myself in the arm and you're like that that's not what i meant yeah.
3: <laughs> So, I did, so fix yeah. I did fix that one but i honestly it's just such an enjoyable game like those beats are like a little stressful but they they work well within the structure of the game they okay me out, and it's fun i'm gonna keep looking up sure whatever I'm keep yeah it's up not it's like a, <laughs> i would look them up like it's fine like it's just a fun it's not
1: a game that i'm gonna stress yeah. out about no
3: Definitely. i wouldn't <laughs> Definitely don't. i wouldn't it's just so yeah. you're it's gonna fun. have a good time regardless yeah. you
1: know it's surprising like the the little quips between them is also like i like, you like a lot of times with that kind of game i was like oh like this is like a whatever game like i'll probably watch something while i'm doing this but there's enough cutscenes and enough like dialogue while you're playing that i'm like i think i just have to play
3: there's, a, <laughs> there's an
0: absurd amount of like dialogue in that game yeah that's just happening all the time it's funny too yeah it's
3: like yeah it's, well it's pretty written, good you know it's well
0: written it's a shame uh, Square Enix said that they did a terrible job and that studio no longer belongs to Sony or yeah. uh, Square Enix They're so dumb. did very really well. Speaking of Square Enix, though, after <laughs> the last podcast, uh, Thursday, the, literally the day after the podcast, we had the Final Fantasy VII 20-year? 20 25-year? 25. year 25. 25 year anniversary event, which is very exciting because we thought that this would be the reveal of final fantasy 7 remake part 2 we had a whole debate about it we did on the podcast. you could yeah. have
1: won 15 dollars well you'd taken the bet
0: <laughs> you could have
3: no, i would have lost no final you know, he lost. would have lost oh we would have, have
0: won $5
1: yeah.
0: each yeah. Yeah, you're right. right uh so yeah there was quite a lot to announce there um we'll go through the lame stuff first so we got another trailer for ever crisis which is the final
2: fantasy 7 mobile mobile game. Mobile app, thing. yeah
0: which looks cool, but I like, mean,
2: I would like it. But then I heard there's micro, like microtransactions for like, if that's a thing, like, I think after you said that, I was like, I trust this game less now. Like, you can I buy just, different weapons from other games, kind of thing, or change like outfits of characters. I hate get, all that. Well, I don't right, anything to do with any of that. But that, was, at least that's what somebody told me. I don't know. I Am I jumping in the gun personally. here? What,
3: what was the game with Sephiroth the short hair? Is that Ever Crisis? That, no, that's Remake Part Two. What? Was it? Yes. No. No, I thought that was a flash from, like, Crisis Core, or... I know I'm jumping ahead, but... I'm pretty sure that was at the end of... No. It was a weird thing, because we were all like, oh, it's... Yeah.
1: I mean, the pretty much the only thing I watched from that trailer was part two, and Jeff Roth's not have short hair in it. <laughs> so.
3: It was at the very end. There we'll, was a flash we'll cross, of... We'll cross <laughs> that's what I mean. Says. I thought it was a flash at the end of one of the of the remakes. I believe it was for part two. But we'll, Are you we'll, looking we'll now? double check for Yeah, you. I am. Okay,
0: then we can just go on yeah what was the point that you had to make with that just that, it was that was weird,
1: weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: i've never seen i want to
1: add that it's weird i'm just trying to figure out when to bring it up <laughs> i've never seen sephiroth
3: with short hair yeah
2: yeah eight out of yeah. ten i don't know if that was actually sephiroth though was it i think it was because it doesn't sound like anybody on at least could it, we determine like, if that was evercrest or remake too let's go to news uh, oh, yeah, no, that's Ever Crisis. is exploring Sephiroth's story in interesting ways. Final Fantasy VII, there you go. Ever Crisis.
3: Okay. Yeah, Sephiroth, there he is. Short, oh, no, yeah, I thought it. Yeah, there. Oop, short so hair.
0: what... Yep, that's him.
1: Do we have anything else to say about... <laughs>
0: I, I don't really have anything else to say about Ever Crisis. Uh, in concept, it sounds cool, but if it is very mobile or things like that, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not worth. I'd probably just replay the original game again. It know.
2: does look cool, though. I mean, I do like having a... Like a uh, updated version, and when you get into the battles in that in that it's a remake aw- style, but it's a it's remake turn-based. style. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's interesting.
0: I again, I'm, I'm I just not like. I'm I'm interested, in but I'm I, I find it dubious. I'm like I don't trust you very much. I don't yeah. know why, but I just can't trust you very much. Because you know, what? I felt the same thing when they made. Uh, here's a weird, slightly deep cut. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Did yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I, was I like, remember you oh, playing I, it. I'm interested in this game. I'm curious. And then I started playing it and I was like, oh, wait, this sucks. Yeah. And it's very boring and it's a million gigs on my phone and I'm yeah. not doing
3: this. Yeah. You, yeah. Know? you know, what we've never addressed how much of a miracle it is that Final Fantasy VII Remake does not have a weird ass name what are you talking about yeah like it's not called hypercrisis. Like crisis crisis core, core. yeah it's, or they made it 36 re- over 92 so or- i would agree
1: with yes. hey 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 i, wonder, <laughs> I, I feel bigger, personally like attacked by that comment i'm gonna say
2: i am i did think about that however i believe that Final Fantasy seven remake was under such like crazy development that they're like, this is it. Just the remake. And then when it did really well, they were like, okay, guys, are we are going to call it Remake 2? No, no, no. We'll change it. Its-
3: we're not there yet. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, okay,
2: fine. That's true. It's there, there like also, the same...
0: Yeah. There, it's there is also it's weird. a weird think, yeah, uh, uh, naming convention that goes on with Final Fantasy, because it was like Final Fantasy 7, and then Advent Children A, and then yeah uh, it, it goes i, I mean, know it goes that's what i mean yeah, like i would think it'd be called crisis Core c dirge of cerberus d ever crisis e like, what was b re re uh, under, the um yeah. the dawn remake game
2: before crisis advent children no before they're crisis. not doing that on purpose you think
0: advent children before crisis crisis Core, dirge of cerberus ever crisis it's on purpose oh.
2: <laughs> first no, crisis
3: that's not, it's not on
2: purpose it. So, what's the F1? Yeah. Final Fantasy Final
0: Fantasy. Final Fantasy
2: seven Remake. <laughs>
0: um, so, the second game that got announced uh, in this whole thing, which I think is a big deal and I think is worth talking about, is... Um, sure. Crisis Core Reunion. Crisis Core Final Fantasy seven Reunion. To jump in all the way to R. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. See, see,
3: there's the weird name. Like, anyway.
0: Yeah. So, Crisis Core Reunion is a bit of an odd one, but honestly, I think it's something that has needed to happen... For a long time, because I mean, that is the element other than Dirge of but that game sucks. That game's terrible. That game's so bad. But Crisis Core, in my purview, is like one of the most like cornerstone elements of the Final Fantasy VII story that is almost required reading to like understand what's going on in like the whole picture. Because we only get a brush with Zack in the original game, but Crisis Core is really where you learn who he is and the role that he played in
1: the greater story. Yeah. And is that why for, you guys all know who Zack is and like, what his deal is? I yeah. don't know. Well, it, you guys
2: keep bringing it up, and well, you're you, like, yeah, it's so important because this isn't... Yeah, totally. You played the original. Sure, Zack.
1: Yeah, one, he showed up right? for like a hot second. And he's then, in
2: one cutscene. Yeah. He's in one cutscene in the original game. And then you missed out on the cool anime that they made. And there's this whole thing, and then so yeah, Crisis, the
1: Crisis Core that's out. what needs to happen. Last to-
2: Order, yeah. Do you remember that? We, yeah, the like, anime Jesus. was great. There was like two episodes You also him. missed
3: out you. on like 20 years of mythos around him, just like yeah. Us yeah. talking about who is Zach, he, like, he, he, he was the coolest thing when we were little. Like, the, it important, was just,
0: the important thing is, Crisis Core existed as the direct sequel to Final Fantasy VII that we had access to in America, so it was like it was a huge, huge deal when it came out. It, it's what. In my opinion, sold the PSP is like a worthwhile console at the time. You know what I mean? Um, but that game is specifically about Zach's story, and it does contextualize him in the greater story of Final Fantasy VII in an extremely important way. It also gives a lot of backstory to Sephiroth and his dealings in Soldier and all of this kind of hey, stuff. So, to, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so ju- just putting it out there, it's it's this critical element that exists within the you know that whole f- lexicon, right? Not Lexicon, whatever. It, it's a, an important piece of the Final Fantasy like VII canon. story. Canon, yeah. if that was the word I was looking for. Um, and the fact that, spoilers, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, we learn about Zack's existence and his role that is being played within this story again. It's obviously showing that he is going to be a more serious character than he was in the original Final Fantasy VII. So I feel like having that Backstory is critical at this point. So to pull Ever Crisis out of the doldrums of PSP land and to create it uh, and make it accessible on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch is kind of like. Do you mean Crisis Core? Crisis Core. Did I not say Crisis Core? You said Ever Crisis. Sorry, Crisis Core. Uh, on so all of these consoles, yeah. I think is massive
3: because it's it's clearly a direct port of the. Well, it, it looks not, like it. Not yeah. to mention that, and granted, I played this. In two thousand seven, I think, like in college, I borrowed your PSP. I remember. Uh, it is it. It's a little weird with the the dice rolling, but it's a good. It or the lottery the or whatever. The, the slots. slots. Uh, yeah. It's a good game. Like it is. Yeah. I remember it was actually a fun game. Yep. Yeah. Although the graphics do look a little. Dated. Poor. Yeah, and, Like they, they definitely yeah. bumped the textures, but
0: I, I think we yeah. were saying is it's, it's all the animations are exactly the same. It's literally a direct port of the PSP one. You're just,
3: just smoothing, out, smoothing out the models. But. but it was,
2: you know what was nice about it was during that time when, yeah, exactly. It kind of looks maybe a little bit more up, to, up res, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. not. But um, yeah, it was on a PSP, you know? But it was most interesting because it did build more of the, like, the world building of that entire, like, company, like Shinra and, like, the beforehand, like, Soldier. And that was the interesting part to me. But, um, yeah, I really wish they did more of that. Like, why didn't didn't Square Enix do more world building instead of, like, throwing me, throwing, like, I don't know. Deep ground
0: and all the stupid stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But yeah, so so to have Crisis Core available to us and in a way that allows us to play it again, Alex, I totally agree. I think it is a genuinely really good game. You know, again, it has its quirks. the ba- The battle system is very bizarre, but it's much more action focused than the original Final Fantasy VII. There's still side quests, and you're undertaking
2: missions for soldier, so it contextualizes soldier a lot better. And the fighting is um, like an early stage of what Final Fantasy VII remake battling thing uh, system was. I feel sort it was like yeah. part turn based, but part I like. It. In, in real time action yeah and, and you're playing it off of like
0: materia usage and all yeah. this kind of stuff
3: and you're playing the coolest character ever yeah with. yeah so right. it's
0: it's a better cloud better cloud <laughs> yeah so it's very cool that that's like necessary reading especially now and here we go that we're we're got the announcement we got the announcement of Final we- Fantasy seven remake not part two Final Fantasy seven rebirth so let's talk about that
3: I thought you were going to say the merchandise, but we, we oh, didn't God. say yeah, it. Oh, my God, the merchandise. Was, the show, I think it led with merchandise. It was the first thing, yeah. yeah. Um, also, that
2: clock is $200. <laughs> show, oh, it was t- only 200 bucks? <laughs> ridiculous. I thought it was like a couple thousand or something. I thought No, <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> oh, my God, I thought you were being honest with me. I didn't look it no, up. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's like 200 bucks. Ridiculous. Well, now it's back on the table. I only looked I'm that like, uh, up to substantiate the
0: the comment, but yeah. Um. The cl- so, yeah. So, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth not part two, yeah, which we were all expecting. Um, what did you guys think of the trailer? Liz, what did you think of the trailer?
1: There wasn't really that much to the trailer. I mean, not that... They walked. Yeah. It was surprisingly, like, anticlimactic. Kind of nothing happened.
3: The most exciting <laughs> thing to me was that... Like, I just wanted to know when it was coming out. Yeah. And I, I was... Pretty accurate with that date, like yes. winter yeah, 2023. No, yep.
1: I think it will be delayed into
3: I spring also, 2024. I also <laughs> believe that is correct. Yeah,
1: so but I think really it's probably going to come out Feb March 2024.
0: <laughs> we shall see. I mean, as long as we get Final Fantasy 16 first, yeah, then I'm happy. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: you know? I mean, I was happy that that's all we anybody cared about, right? Was the <laughs> release date? I'm like, okay, they're definitely working on it. Like, if there's anything coming out end of next year, like some. Good progress has been made, right? Mm, Hopefully,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they're in a good rhythm. They don't have yeah. to reinvent the wheel like they had to do with remake. Right? Probably multiple times. Yeah. Now they've actually they miraculously just- hit the mark with this this new type of battle yeah. system. So now yeah. they can just run with it, like do right. more of what made Give that More good. content, yeah. And I think like it wasn't a perfect game, but it was awesome. It was so great. like. Mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be there day one to play. Hundred percent. Play the trailer. Kind of
1: reminded me of a like a almost like a weird Kingdom Hearts trailer, where they're just like words on the screen. Yeah. Oh, the words. Walking. I forgot the words. That was yeah. Terrible. But that was like
0: that was before the actual trailer. That was when they were advertising uh, Integrate on PC. Yeah.
1: And I hate uh, that. But like the voiceover, it just yeah, it felt very
2: Kingdom Hearts to me. We've all beaten Final Fantasy VII like the classic version. Right? Yeah. Yes. I'm
0: actually so glad that you played through that before playing Remake. Like, that was awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Thanks, guys. Well, no, because I, I'm I, definitely I re- glad I played it now before Rebirth because I'm going to understand the things that are different. So,
2: <laughs> so that's do, that was critical, I think. I do want to see... I do want to get your thoughts on, like, where do you think the story is headed? Or what do you think is going to be covered in this next... I know we only got a couple of glimpses, but I have a pretty... Good idea of what's going to happen and how it solves some of the problems that we were talking about in the latter, uh, before the earlier
3: podcast is the word I was trying to say. But what do you guys think on this that I think are are pretty interesting? And sorry, just one caveat: like to frame this, they did announce it will be three games. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: Also, was very happy the confirmation of three games. (laughs) A
3: critically important element to this too,
0: because I think it it does help us. Get an idea of what's going to be happening in this game first. I right? think the biggest tell is that the game's called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is obviously like to not call it Part Two is showing just how, at least in my mind, how seriously the story is going to branch from the original. Right. Yeah, because I think I think at this point it's like, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, like, you're, yeah gonna, you're, right. gonna, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> s- uh, see <laughs> themes and characters you're familiar with, but what happens is totally new here. Yeah, it's yeah. like something completely different, which is fine. And I do think that it's going to follow some of the. Uh, conventions of it, but I think the ways that they get there are going to be totally different. I agree. Um, now, also one of the comments, and I'm sort of taking stealing this basically wholesale from uh, Maximilian, dude, famous YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has some phenomenal discussions about this, but one of the uh, one of the key things that he brings up is that when the, uh, one of the developers was talking about the fact that it's going to be a trilogy, they were saying, you know, many famous. Uh, film trilogies, you know, find success. And some people think that the second uh, chapter of those stories is the most compelling. And the obvious comparison there is Star Wars, where the second is Empire Strikes Back, which is often people's favorite one. Mm -hmm. And Empire Strikes Back is where all the characters hit their lowest lows. Mm -hmm. You know, it's where every character is in disarray. There's probably... there's problems everywhere, you know, and it's when they they hit their lowest low. So that in the third chapter, you know, it's the it's the return of the Jedi. It's the it's yeah, the right. rise the of the hero character Heck. and where everything comes back. So I feel like in this story, we're gonna see some like I think it's gonna have a much heavier emphasis on narrative, and I think it's going to be like very you know we're gonna see some some
3: pretty bad shit go down. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't have to focus on. Uh, character introductions anymore. Right. Like, exactly. Set it you, like there's so much setup and introduction and like mm-hmm. just like teasing out things about the world and I mean just a world introduction. Like there's so much to bridge that gap from mm-hmm. like zero. Yeah. Um. That now they can really just like go from where they left off and build on it and then just tell a good yeah. story. And I feel like they like
0: there's so much. There's so much that needs to happen to like – because you have to imagine like where – we all know where the Final Fantasy VII story goes, and there are some serious lows that the story hits beforehand. And the last time we were assuming that it would end at Temple of Ancients, which frankly could be where this whole thing like ends up. I mean, when you think about some of these character lows, it's like, you know – Barret's hardship is when he loses Dine. You know, that's obviously like a terrible section. When, uh, what you call it? When Cloud breaks his mental state after he gives Sephiroth black materia, and it's like, okay, you've just literally started the apocalypse. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's a terrible low for people to hit. Aerith dies. You know what I mean? Like, there's all these awful things that happen to these characters and i feel like that's likely going to be the the end cap of this one so it leaves us in this like oh my god like what's gonna happen next kind of thing yeah. and that's what's gonna allow who
1: knows if all that stuff's gonna happen well, right
0: that that's the thing but it's like some it's the, some
1: variation only, of that exactly it's the
0: only blueprint that we have to pull yeah. from you know what do you yeah, what if she doesn't like
1: what if she i bet that, that's my Dying question. I what, not, what if doesn't he doesn't die? die? I mean, I love what if that they, they kill someone else. Well, yeah. I loved what they didn't
0: remake, where we thought Barrett was the one that died, and yeah. I was like, oh my god! Like they. I, as I was watching,
1: moment, I totally know? was totally believed yeah, it. Yeah, they got I was just me. like they changed it up. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what, what do you guys think? Where do you think this story is going to go or
3: land or you know? I think Aerith's gonna live. That's all I have. Cloud's gonna <laughs> die. Yeah, that'd be the biggest. Zach takes <laughs> his <laughs> place. I mean, there's a lot of. Like, because Zach is such a wild card in this. Yeah. yeah, that's true.
2: And I don't have. Yeah, why would they be, be bringing back Crisis Core if? Nah, that. Well, we that saw mean like anything.
3: he's a. Al- he was alive at the end of the game somehow. Yeah. yeah. Crisis Core is a history book. That's yeah. not what's going on now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Like he's alive in present. Uh, I have no idea what time period. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like they they didn't they never even really established Fair. where he is. But. Um, or if it's the same, right? Yeah. So who? No- like honestly, no idea. Like, it can go in so many different directions. Yeah, why is he alive? <sighs> there's also, like... I mean, even from the trailer, it's like, there's
0: really not much... Well, there's none. Well, okay. That, but the context of, like, Cloud walking with Sephiroth,
2: like, yeah, there is a yeah. thing so, that yeah.
0: happens in Nibbleheim, but not just out in the world. Like, what's up
2: with that? You so, know? what happened... So, my thoughts... Liz, <clears throat> do you have anything to before it? No.
1: My- I don't really, honestly. I played the first game, but, like, I don't know the
2: story and... The way I don't know what it was. Well there's just too you know. much... Yeah. There's just too much to cover. And it would be nice to see the, the next game end at the Ancients, but truth be told, like I feel like if they got Midgar... In only the first game, they can't be thinking that we would ever probably even see the ancients We're at all. We're not coral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not what, what? No, I don't think so. But like, part of me thinks that like a lot of the scenes that we saw in the trailer was Cloud walking with Sephiroth. The music, very like you know, uh, uh, very Zomber. similar to well, very similar to like the Niflheim like entire thing. They're going to Calm, and Calm is when Cloud kind of like spills, reveals, when he reveals everything, right? So I feel like the next game, in my point of view, like the question before is like, you already got Bahamut and Shiva. Like, are they going to take that away from you for yeah. the next, the next game? I'm very interested to understand how the mechanics are going to work with, with the summons. I have a feeling like we already saw integrated work with just two characters, with really you're just playing as one character in a bonus game. No, you do you switch between the two, I believe, right? No. No, you just played as... Yeah, yeah okay. So we've already seen that happen. So what are the chances that this entire next game is going to be potentially maybe like half of it or more than it? Is it him going through the entire like, you know, previous like Niflheim past story with Sephiroth and Cloud going through that entire thing? Is it Nibble? Is it is Niflheim? Nibble? It it's Niflheim. I've been saying Niflheim because I think that's like a, a it's based on it's like that a Greek mythology or something. or something from, <laughs> yeah, it's like the de- Norse, right? Yeah. Like the yeah, dead like town. The, no, yeah. Right, they,
1: anyway. It's in God of War. <laughs> yeah, i yeah, sorry. Nibelheim. Nibelheim was in God of War. Nibelheim. Um,
2: but yeah, my thought was, I think most of the game would probably, well, most of what we saw was Cloud and Sephiroth, which makes me believe that they're going to go to Calm and then you're going to be playing as these characters, or as Cloud back then when he was a kid. And uh, I don't know how it's going to tailor into it, but I think it has to go into something drastically different from that point for the third game. Yeah. Did he
3: not have the Buster Sword when he was a kid, though? Like when he was with Sephiroth? He thought he did but he was actually he was just then? a soldier he was yeah, a he soldier was with a gun just a regular guy right? yeah. yeah he um, took
2: sephiroth's sword and stabbed him right
1: yep. i mean do they have do they have many flashbacks in the original game or is it only just that one
0: No, there's a bunch there's a lot they like the entirety, yeah. the entirety of calm is a flashback the yeah. entirety of calm is a flashback the second you get to shinra is a flashback everything that happens when you get to uh, mount nibbleheim is a flashback i, I, I guess I'm, I'm a shit ton i mentioned yeah. the sword
3: because he has the sword in the trailer for yeah rebirth
2: yeah but yeah. that is what you played that's with. That's Angeal's sword. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, is that You would know that if you played in Crisis Core. that Zax person. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the guy that looks like Zach's, Zach's dad. Same.
3: Yeah. Zack's yeah. He literally looks right. like Zach's dad. You know of the course. guy with the white wing,
0: not like the black wing that Sephiroth has? Right.
3: Does he have like a Crisis third? Core is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Does He have like a third shoulder pad somewhere? Just yeah. keeps <laughs> adding shoulder pads. Um
1: <laughs> I feel like I have to Wikipedia the story to understand better you should play
0: crisis core i mean crisis
3: Core is a fun game uh, we'll play play. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> i feel you like play. i need to look no
1: up. it's a, like i play uh, i did not really understand what was happening when i played final <laughs> fantasy the original
3: you don't know <laughs> <You> know <laughs> really helped me <laughs> um yeah i think it's hard to grasp it's when yeah, we sorry. got it was kinda when advent children came out i think it came with uh this like retelling like all the cutscenes, just like back to back to back to back to back, mm-hmm. and we I watched it at your place I think, yeah, and it put all the story together in one. Where? I was like holy shit? Why can't so I good. find that? Yeah, yeah. I have it's, I have the Blu-ray on
0: uh,
2: uh like the complete version on Blu-ray that I, has that. it. Was like it, it was like all of the main scenes with the dialogue. From the game, yeah, strung together, yeah. I can't find that. that like on YouTube, I looked. Really, I've, I've tried, I can't yeah. find yeah. it. I you know, so know it exists time,
1: sometimes between the cutscenes, and I was just like, "What is that?" You mean?
2: know what would help? You <laughs> yeah. I was watching <laughs> cutscenes. I don't too. even remember.
0: Yeah, you know what would help you remember the story too? Just like replay the game like every year for ten years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No, perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you want to hear a brief aside? Do you want to hear a funny story about Advent Children? Sure. Yeah. I might have said this on the podcast once before. So when I was in. Uh, middle school middle school or early high school i was friends with very nerdy people like super nerdy people so the second that advent children uh came out in japan one of my friends like had some like torrented version or something or he imported some version so we had it like i'm talking like six to like six months to a year before anybody in the u.s saw it and it was like we like this was like ancient You know, like cryptic information where we're like, oh, my God, like we've seen so much. You know what I mean? So it was like it was pretty like pretty crazy. And uh, at the time, there was this one kid who was in my class who was like this massive Final Fantasy fan. I was not friends with this kid, but he was just like he was one of the cool kids. Right. Um, And we were talking about something and he overheard me and one of my other friends talking about. Advent Children and he was like oh my god like you guys have that like really and I was like oh yeah like I was like I could burn you a copy if you want and he was just like dude he's like I will like if you do that for me I will give you something like so good like I'll just I'll like find something awesome for you and I'll trade it for a copy of that and I was like okay sure and what ends up happening is I burn him a copy of the thing, and I like fold it up in a piece of paper, like <laughs> mm-hmm. when you burn people CDs. And he trades me a loose copy of Chrono Trigger for it. Oh, which is fucking crazy because like yeah. a, like nowadays that's like a three four hundred dollar cartridge yeah, yeah. that he <laughs> sold it for a burned copy of Adventure. That's back hilarious. Like, Two thousand five. <laughs> Do you still weird. have it? What's that? Do you still have it? That copy of Chrono Trigger? Yeah. No, actually, this is ridiculous, and I'm pretty sure I got had in college. I went to play that version of it, and the battery died, and I was like so bummed because at the time I didn't know how to solder anything. Yeah. So I brought it to a game store, and I was just like, "Hey, my copy of Chrono Trigger doesn't work; the battery's dead. Can you replace it?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we can replace it." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Leave it there. Come back a week later, try the cartridge out." He broke the cartridge, Ooh. so he's like, "I'll give you like a hundred dollars in credit. Is that fine?" And I was like, "I guess so." You fucking broke it, yeah. like, So I was very bummed about that. Um, anyway, that was a that was a, yeah. a peek into Skurbo's history. So you, you, you think he snatched it? Um, All right. Anyway, I'm thinking when I think about Rebirth, I feel like there are some story beats that are unavoidable. Even if they change the story dramatically, I think there are certain things that are unavoidable. I think anything that happens in Nibbleheim is it's required. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that was before all the moments that you... That have changed now, you know, it's kind it, of necessary. Exactly. Like you need to know where Genova came from. Right. You need to know like what separate like when his like coming to God moment was when he decides he's gonna destroy the world and all this sort of stuff. Like you need that information and all of that comes from Nibelheim. So I feel like that has to be in there. The second thing is we keep seeing flashes of meteor crashing into the earth. So that means the black materia has to exist somewhere. Mm. So the whole transaction of black material or where they get it or all of that kind of stuff, I think that has to be involved on some level. I mean, do I think they're gonna go so far as to like make Kate Sith, you know what I mean, and like go through the whole thing with Temple of the Ancients? Probably not, you know. Mm.
1: But I feel like Didn't they show Kate Sith though? What's that? Didn't they show Kate Sith like right at the end of the first game? Yeah. Yes, oh, they, right? they did. Yeah. it costumes, was like a very right? yeah very quick random, just like huh. It was just the cat. It was <laughs> just, just the just cat. cat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah. the. Are, are we also outside the realm of ghosts now? Like, are ghosts not going to be in this game? No, they have to be. Well, like, the, I feel it, like I thought it, I thought we've well, we broken. We yeah, broke
1: yeah I thought you yeah. broke. I thought we uh, broke it. we killed
0: Laws and Yazoo all over their whole purpose was
3: driving everything towards the main game, towards just that storyline. But now that's. I think like with we're They said it. like, well, yeah. we
1: "Come with us through here, and we're gonna challenge Destiny." And like,
3: yeah, with that don't worry, you know, no, this
1: is gonna be a problem again.
2: <laughs> that was probably my uh, no one
0: gripe with that, but I think it was because, and it was probably a smart way to handle it. I think because we were all fighting like this isn't how things are supposed to be. There were yeah. ghosts here, but then it was like they crazy. literally.
3: Yeah, yeah. The explanation made it better for me. For but sure, I didn't like it as a gameplay as moment. an element. Yeah, exactly. I still and hated it looks stupid too. I yeah. still hated the last like half an hour of yeah. the remake.
1: Yeah. It like. Dude, having to fight the ghost was such a pain. You yeah, were it was, the it was just worst. And you also
0: gave away God. the entire Sephiroth fight, like, in the first, like, yeah. oh, God. I I, not, I, I'm
1: still butthurt
2: about that.
3: I did not hate it, um, but it was I hated it mechanically. Me. I, it was literally
2: just in the yeah. combat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a pretty big believer in, I think Maximilian actually talked about this after the first game, um, but his belief that it was, like, of, it's like a Sephiroth from another, like, if there's this whole like multiverse thing or whatever, like this is a Sephiroth from another time Time or another. And then he's in this dimension to like write the problems that he had on the first try. And now he's fucking everything up. And that's where I believe this is headed. Like that's where I assume that we're going here. Like Sephiroth appeared way too soon, has no context with a lot of things, makes no sense uh, unless Final He's Fantasy sort
1: of I'm, seen everything that's happened? Right, yeah. And, yeah. Unless
2: PlayStation One's Final Fantasy was his first attempt, and this is now the second attempt, like that—that yeah, that, that that would be a cool story yeah. to me. That's a cool story. Yeah, I think it's a continuation. He definitely
1: seems like he knows
2: what's going. On. Knows what's going right, on. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that, knows
1: what's going to happen and understands like destiny and all that. Like yeah.
2: so, what what um what Maximilian was saying before was that moment in Final Fantasy 7 when Aerith is looking at. The pipes uh, on the uh, the street corner of whatever, and sees the Mako. It's actually her previous self or another like version of herself talking to her through the live stream. Mm-hmm. So in this game, when she's looking at it, yeah. she's hearing these things, and that's why there's like these the ghost situation. I can totally like, get on board with that. Yeah, and she has like a specific purpose, and she knows this purpose. She was talking out of body almost right at the end of the first episode the first game yeah like she knew what was going on and she was like cloud i gotta tell you some stuff like all of that made it believe made me believe that what are the chances what a great story that would be i really hope they don't fuck that up yeah I think <laughs> I of that.
0: one of the other things that maximilian said that i did like a lot too was when he was talking about the third game it's like how how cool would it be if at the end of the second game it is very um empire strikes back mm-hmm. like you know cloud just Gives Barret's dead. Yeah. Well, right. Cloud Cloud gives uh, Sephiroth the black materia, and then he has this mental break or whatever. So now he's kind of gone, does whatever. And then Aerith's dead. So it's like, okay, you lost, you know, a, a crucial member of your party. All this sort of stuff. But then afterwards, th- the third game could be like the return from the mental break, right? Because that essentially ends right around disc three, and disc three is essentially side quests in North Crater, hmm. right? But the side quests are like. It starts with fighting the weapons, like Diamond Weapon and Ultima Weapon and also Emerald and Ruby are there and all this sort of stuff. And the point that he made was, you know, it would be cool if it brought you right up to the point where it's like, okay, the world's being destroyed. You know, uh, Meteor has been called and the weapons have emerged from the earth. And now there's like these giant Kaiju in the world and it's like this crazy thing. Wouldn't it be cool if the final chapter is, now that all of that's here... How do you fight against this stuff yeah. in the original game? The way you fight against those things, like if you want, you like you can't just take on. I'm literally taking words directly out of his mouth. You can't just take on Emerald Weapon. You know, you have to prepare yourself. So you have to go out and you have to find Knights of the Round, and you have yeah. to find Ultima Magic and all this sort of stuff. So, unconsciously, the game becomes this search for ancient power, and that's what you do mm, to earn back to the world. Right. So he's saying, what if you took that? gameplay concept and you made that the actual story so like you know the world is being destroyed by these giant monsters and there's a meteor crashing into the earth and you have to prepare yourself for this doom and the way that you do that is you look back into the ancients like you know the knowledge that Aerith had as -hmm. an ancient right and you go and you find this this knowledge to you know create this this like more prepared version for yourself mm-hmm. and actually contextualizing things like Knights of the round, like making them like characters or something in the story and how like Ooh, they are a force so dope. That's going to help, you know, it, it seems like there's a lot of potential in
2: something like that. And it's cool to, to Now my expectations that way. are way higher than I think square Enix is able to <laughs> deliver
3: if I was to be we're, we're a lot of faith. In I know yeah. in like so. story, good yeah. storytelling.
0: That's, I mean. the, that's the, the, that's the challenge. Cause we're still dealing with Nomura at the end uh, of the day. Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? So yeah, God help us all with that. Let like, me in, Square Enix. I could tell you things. Come on. Yeah. I can help you. There's a lot that will be cool.
0: But I feel like a lot will be missed. Like, I mean, Yuffie now has to be involved, but like, do you think we're going to get the whole Wu Tai situation and stealing all the materia and all that? probably not probably that'll
3: not. be the, I, yeah. maybe she's just gonna be exclusive to integrate stuff there's going or intermission stuff
0: yeah because there'll be you more think? oh like there's a dlc maybe. the the wu tai chapter is a dlc to rebirth
2: uh rebr- that would be hilarious yeah, if it was be. always a dlc the wu tai dlc's that would be cool yeah i don't know i don't know man i am excited we'll see how it goes um yeah, yeah. we've got a whole year plus to wait so yeah. cool to at least know that it's
0: on sure. course yeah you know that's that's
2: the key At all, yeah. Or if there's a game
0: at all, there was also some slight news that came out. Like we saw a T-shirt for Dragon's Dogma (laughs) Two. That also happened. Dumbest reveal. Yeah,
3: it it is what they showed you a T-shirt. So that it was the whole thing. The whole oh, this is when they like took off their clothes or whatever and showed you the T-shirt underneath. I wanted to watch the reveal event, and it was twelve minutes of them just like talking about random stuff. Uh, or about drag- the original Dragon's Dogma and how much of an impact it had. And then all the after the 12 minutes are up, I skip to the end. Um, the developers or whoever the creators go up in front of the camera. And they go, we have one more thing to show you. And there's like quick cuts of them taking off their hoodies. And they all have Dragon's Dogma 2 shirts on. And then they all start clapping. <laughs> and then it, up the end <laughs>
0: this, this is a Capcom uh, thing They did this with Resident Evil 2 Like, yeah. it, I mean that's that's
2: like their <laughs> weird reveal just It's as weird <laughs> as it sounds They're like congratulating themselves yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way We're watching this entire 12 minutes Of just talking about this game Which we have one more thing to show you Obviously it's going to be Dragon's Dogma 2 why, why would they be talking about the first like, one Why wouldn't they have just put that in the god awful Capcom
0: uh, Showcase before yeah. Yeah. You know yeah.
3: Have them come out in their stupid t shirts. Like whatever. Yeah. It's stupid. I'm really I am really excited about that game though.
2: But I never played the first one, but I remember you liking
3: it a lot. Yeah. It's like low-key one of my favorite games. Yeah, do
0: people they? say it was very ahead of its time? Um
1: I don't actually really know. Like what what is the gameplay of it? It's like an Elden Ringy
3: thing. It's like a 3rd third- ring, like, oh, it's it's like magic-y
0: uh, sort of thing, but it also has some weird Shadow of the Colossus elements to it. it uh. It's an
3: it's an open world action RPG. <laughs> sort of I mean it's got some Elden Ring stuff to it, but what was really cool is you fought I mean, El- these El- I know this, really I well-designed it. mythical creatures, um, like basilisks and uh, the lion head with a snake tail or whatever, and ogres. And so you fought these things, and the fighting mechanic was really awesome and fluid. And you had you could choose magic powers, uh, you know, your standard warriors. was all these systems for leveling up and mm. having different items. But you could climb on the enemy. so it's like you dodge yeah, and kinda. then you grab onto their arm and you like climb up them and stab them, and they toss you off. And yeah, so it was Very like an action-based yeah. Shadow of the Colossus, and they did a really good job with it. That's cool. Uh, like and you could bring a way ahead of his time in this regard the pawn too. System. The pawn system is you always played with a team of four people. Um, you it was just you, but. You could hire other pawns, and you could find them in the game. You could hire them. They're just, like, random people. Or you could, like, import someone else's character. Oh, cool. Um, So, like, if Alex was playing,
0: Liz, Justin, and I could all, like, upload our characters,
3: and he could download all of our characters and play his game with us. It's within a certain spectrum. Like, I couldn't get, like, a really high-level person, but... Like, and you can change them out. So it's like whatever you need, if you, you need a, really need a healer, it's sort of random who you get, but you mm-hmm. can like search for them in this weird foggy room. It's really cool. That's awesome, actually. So, and it was an open world. So it was a very interesting. Did you make your own character too? Completely yeah. customized. Oh, so dude, this all look, sounds amazing. How did I not look,
1: play this game? Yeah, yeah they, it just it, re- what, what did it release Super
0: on? late in the Heck. PS3 life cycle, and yeah. it, was, it was buried under technical problems. Like, that was what... Like, I played it day one when it came out, and I could not get over how long the load times were and how, like, choppy the frame rate was. It was really bad. And then they actually improved it with this basically like 1.5 version called Dark Arisen yeah, um, which was apparently significantly better but like the ship had sailed for me at that point so I never got a chance to play that but that was supposed to be like the, the much improved better version of that your character's name is Arisen hmm. did you have like a, you ate a dragon heart or something
3: yeah it was Yeah, I don't know a but dragon gives you a, their heart I don't know I think one thing that stuck out to me too was like everything had a lot of impact like whether you were an archer was, like that was a class that was viable Uh, swordsman or the magic was really cool like huge like tornadoes or impacting comets or something like that so i feel like um, he'd
1: always like a magic character
3: i i like a battle battle yeah yeah or Mm -hmm. i like being up close so whatever like i don't know it's fun to me um just like being up there but having something explosive and cool and high damaging it's good stuff so really excited to see where they go from here it is a really old game at this point so um is it going to be a continuation, or can I just start on the second one? Probably just. Start I on would say one. you
2: should start on the second one. Yeah, I think I The think only it, viable way to I play mean, yeah. Dragon's Dogma is PC now, and
1: if it's a know. PS3 game, I
3: can't imagine there's
1: it's easy to access now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. Um, game ahead of its time, but not a lot. Not a ton of people played it, so if you have a chance, it is a cool game. I have my PS3 somewhere.
0: Mine's right oh, cool. there. I turned it on literally like two days ago.
2: Yeah. For it's
0: what awful. reason? What's that? For what reason? I wanted to see if the PS One thing.
2: Works. Oh yeah. Did you find out? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't convince myself to try it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and just for everybody listening, it was you buying something on the PlayStation Three store and then seeing if it transferred over to your PlayStation Five, so mm-hmm. you could play it on the PPP. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah.
0: right. What?
2: Good stuff. Yeah. Good
0: stuff. I'm interested. All right, guys. We're gonna put a pin in this.
2: We're going to mm-hmm. put a pin in this episode. We're going to put a pin in this. The podcast. last game that TZR has ever talked about is Dragon Dogsma. Dragon's Dogsma. Dragon's, Dragon's Dogsma. Dog. Dog. We'll have, we'll have to go back and see what the first game we ever talked about was. Well, That'll be interesting. Oh,
3: well, I was going to ask. Like, Could have been I would, Overwatch
1: 2, but nobody cares about that.
3: Nobody cares about Overwatch 2. I think it was Pokemon. That would be my it was guess. was very but good reveal event. I, I'm curious what the date was of the first one. Like, I'm, first I'm, to last, like. How long we've we been doing this? I'd, it, I'd have
2: to dig. I'd have to dig pretty far to find it. It was definitely close to the time that they invented Twitch Plays Pokemon. I no, it was way before that. No, it had to have been like maybe at most like seven to ten weeks earlier. Hmm. I can find out.
0: Maybe, uh, maybe as a special thing for this episode, I'll uh, I'll put a sound clip from one of our first episodes. Oh this. yeah. <laughs> you know that would be a funny thing. But guys, it's been real. I I love this podcast. I love. I love that we've got a brand new thing starting this weekend. I could not be more excited to see this thing kick off. And uh, we'll have a rebranded version of this podcast next week. So yeah. definitely stick around. Keep your subscriptions. There will probably be more of us to hang out with.
2: 318 weeks, guys. Good job. Good job. It's a long time. Good job, guys. That's a milestone. Damn.
0: Yeah. And we get to start at episode one. One. Next week.
3: <sighs> Whoa. We we is... to start o- I guess we have to start over. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. rate,
2: rate podcast. That's right. CRP.
3: That's right. Wow. Cri- to be determined. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, that'll all right. change over time, maybe.
0: Yeah. Well, f- for the last time, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> Goosebumps. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Justin. And thank you, Liz. And thank, thank you. you, Justin. Yeah. Justin, it's like a cult. We'll see, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next week <laughs> on a new podcast. Bye, everybody.
3: Bye. Bye. <laughs>